Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Holly, her daughter. And you're listening to a new episode of our podcast, Living at Hell Yes. Hell Yes. Big energy today. Yep, definitely. This is our last one of the year. Final episode of 2021. Yep. yep. Which is mad. So this will be episode 23. Amazing. Um, wow. So yeah, so we started the podcast in the summer. Yep. And we've consistently, I'm proud of us, we've consistently uploaded every week since then. Yep. Honestly, I'm amazed, not amazed that we've done that. But no, what I mean, God, that's shocking. No, this came just from a random idea I had, didn't I? I said, oh, yeah. how about we do some podcasts? Because I've got an online program called Living a Hell Yes. And it was, well, how can we get that out there more? Mm. And it's interesting that this has now just all evolved so much. And, and we love doing it. And we really hope that it's been really helpful for people and interesting. Well, yeah, definitely. And I think the key thing is we didn't have any expectations as to no, where didn't. it was going to go or what we were going to talk about, you know, but you just knew it was about living a hell yes and living, you know, the best life and the life that you truly want. Um, and so it's just been really lovely to watch it kind of organically develop. And it's been really lovely to hear people's feedback and that people are actually enjoying listening to it and that it's having a positive impact on them. Yeah, so which is really wonderful. That's because been amazing. What was lovely, and I know we've spoken about this, is, you know, some people who have been really struggling that this has really helped them. Yeah. Um, and that's just, you know, it's been like listening to us as their friend, you know, in their yeah. ears. Um, and that's just been really, really lovely. So I think what was an amazing, what was an amazing thing for me, and I know I shared this with you, you're not on Spotify, but every year at the end of the year, Spotify do a Spotify wrapped playlist where they basically tell you your top podcasts, your top artists, your top songs. And I had people sending me that we were one of their top podcasts for the year, which is just absolutely mad, especially as we just started the podcast in August. Yeah. And, you know, there were these massive podcasts on their list. And then there was little old living a hell yes yeah. with me and you. So it just, it's just yeah the support has been amazing and so we really hope that you enjoy this final episode of the year and stay tuned for the end of the episode and we'll talk about what's coming in the new year because we're definitely not finished yet are no we? and there's way more to come and in a different different way as well definitely so it's very exciting so what are we talking about today man okay really important because i i Gosh, especially with clients, and I get this from people all the time. Resolutions, resolutions, New Year's resolutions. And, new uh, year, new me. Yeah, all of that. Well, <laughs> you're lovely as you are, but, you know, and there is no new us and, and all this kind of stuff. But And just think of the word resolution. You know, it comes from, re, you know, resolute, and you're definitely going to do it. And, you know, it's, it's an absolute. Well, the fact is, though, if you don't do it, then you feel like you've really let yourself down. And then you just don't do what you said you were going to do because you set, you judge yourself and you think you're rubbish and then you just stop doing it. And I just think the word resolution is such a, oh, it's a loaded word. And I think we can get called out so much with the word resolution. So I don't use that word at all. So what do you do instead? Because what we want to talk talk about today is basically resetting, refocusing for the new year, because it's something that a lot of people do, but not in the typical, you write down five or 10 resolutions and that's what you're going to do. And I think people are realizing more and more that that isn't the best way. You know, there are only so many new habits that we can form at one time. It takes a long time to do that. It's much better to do, you know, the 1% rule where you're altering something, you know, 1% every day, and then eventually that will make a massive difference. So I think we are realizing kind of, you know, as people that resolutions aren't the best step, but what is then the best way to approach the new year if you do want to better yourself and you do want to go into it kind of with a fresh start? 
Okay, so for me, but you know, I'm not saying this is the best way, but for me, this is what works. So I, yeah, we can only give what, what yeah. works for us. Yeah, definitely. I don't ever think of the word resolution. I really, really don't. Um, what I do have though are intentions. So I know we've spoken about intentions before, but I think they're incredibly important. Remember that intention is what focuses where it is you want to go and what it is you want to do, be or have. So unless you intend that, and when you intend, you energetically um, start the whole process of what it is you do want. Unless you intend, you're just not going to start those wheels, the law of attraction and the manifestational wheels moving. When we resolve to do something, think about it. When you say, I am going to do this, um, it, well, it's so-called does sound like it's a done deal, but it's not because you would already be doing it. Really? If you wanted it that badly, you'd be doing it already. You wouldn't I feel attacked. You wouldn't, <laughs> no, you wouldn't be waiting till the 1st of January to do it. So it's, it's unlikely you're going to carry through on a resolve on something that you haven't already done already. Now, I'm not saying you won't or you can't, but when you intend something, you actually start a creative process. You Firstly, you take the pressure off yourself because you're not saying I'm resolving to do that mm. and then beating yourself up when you don't do it. But when you have an absolute clear intention of what you want and those wheels start moving, you start to get momentum building or movement towards it. Mm. Okay. So you ask me what I do. Yeah. So I kind of get myself ready roughly from around about the 29th of December, 30th of December. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I just said it's energy and it's energy building. And I'm aware and you want to build momentum on something that feels good. So for me, I start to become, I look back at the year and I look forward to the next year. And that's not about not being in the present. I'm doing it while I'm in my present. I reflect back and I look forward And then I think, okay, I feel into what would feel really good for me, movement forward. And I'm really clear with what would feel, not what would think, what I think, it's what I would feel. So whether that's in relationships, work, whatever, whatever, it's what would feel good for me. Mm -hmm. And then what I start to do is I start to write down how that would feel, start to describe what that would do and how it would feel. I start to, you know, not, I don't, don't start. I'm always reading inspirational books. I'm always doing that, but I really ramp it up during that week. We spoke in the episode last week of making, trying to, if you can, having that week between Christmas and New Year as your nurturing week. Yeah. So read inspirational books or inspirational quotes or whatever. Do you, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? There's a great book called 16 Seconds, actually, which is really inspirational. I heard one of the authors, Sandra, is just a bit of a, a, bit of a nightmare. <laughs> um, okay, a little shameless bit. self-plug there. Yeah, shameless, absolutely shameless. No, but genuinely, you want something inspirational. So I really do. And the reason I do that is it builds that momentum during that week mm-hmm. of feeling really inspired as I build my intention. So that by January the 1st, I'm not thinking, okay, January the 1st, I'm going to do that now. I've already built momentum on what feels good within an intention. Yeah. And then I just, I look at it. I feel really good about it. I'm excited about the year ahead. But I I really do want to reinforce what I said last week. Every day is a reset day doesn't have to be the 1st of January. So that's really what I'm doing as I'm building that week. I'm kind of resetting 
gradually I'm intending through the week of what I want to grow and what I want to expand and, and what I want to bring in and what I want to create. And it just feels really good. Just feels really good. Whereas if we wait to the 1st of January, my God, the pressure you put on yourself and I'm going to do it. I'm definitely going to do it. This is it for me. Well, that's a tough one. Yeah, I love that. I love the idea about intentions and, and resetting and, and nurturing. I think one of the key things for me when it comes to New Year's is in the past, I've tried to completely transform a habit or start a new one purely because it's the 1st of Jan. Um, and I think there's been so much great research into how habits are formed. There's two books that spring to mind, Atomic Habits and The Power of Habit that I've read both of those. And they're just great as to how to, how they explain to you to, create the habits so that they last basically yeah um and sorry just a quickie there the latest neuroscience has said that to build a new habit to create a new habit takes 65 days so a lot of people think january the first of or change it all exactly got a long way to go and that's what my point was you know i would try and change three habits four habits Mm. purely because it's the first of jan and that's not the way that habits work you do need to take it slowly you do need to do it in increments and also you know there's things in those books such as the idea of habit stacking that are really important too so you know if i decide that i want to um eat less chocolate Mm-hmm. which would be a great thing but I, you know let's see if that happens so one thing that I could do is say for example if I know oh on my way home I go to Sainsbury's and I get some chocolate well actually maybe I skip going to Sainsbury's on my way mm-hmm. home because my trigger for buying chocolate is then removed sure, um, yeah. and also as well in terms of the habit stacking I could so say for example I say I'm going to do a home workout I'm going to do it after I brush my teeth so every morning after I brush my teeth I will do the home workout you're much more likely to to do it if it's linked to a habit that you already have in place so I think it's things like that like what I would actually use this time for instead of putting pressure on myself for all of these things that I want to change and firstly I'd actually celebrate the things that I love about myself and my life because I think celebration has to come first and I think it's a really good opportunity and time to do that Um, and I think New Year's should feel like a celebration you know it doesn't have to be really over the top but it's like amazing a new year starting how lucky am I that I'm still here and enjoying you know the time that I have Um, and then I think it's about what are the small changes that I'd like to start making that would ultimately lead to big changes Mm -hmm. you know so it's really important to start small so that's what I would use this time for instead of completely up up heaving and completely changing my life it's just little things that I want to work on Mm -hmm. and how can I actually research the creation of habits to make sure that I'm best setting myself up for success. That's what I would be doing as Mm. well as the nurturing and as well as just the resting, like just using Mm. this as a time to rest. Like, Mm. you know, I think our lives are so hectic and busy and, you know, a lot of people have time off over this period, whether they, you know, celebrate Christmas or not. And I think it's just a great time to, to reset and slow down. Mm. And embrace, you know, embrace the new that can come. For sure. Um, But when we're saying resolutions, we can actually shoot ourselves in the foot with embracing it because we make it a doing thing, as in, of course, it's a doing thing, but we make it a resistant doing thing that if I don't do it, then I'm really bad. And that that isn't the way that you're going to embrace the new or... Yeah. And don't get me wrong on that note. I think that accountability is really important, but I think it's a lot easier to hold yourself accountable to building small habits and small steps than, right, 
I never go to the gym, but from January 1st, I'm going to the gym five days a week. Mm-hmm. That's just an insane, mm-hmm. you know, expectation. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I'm sure there's some people that can do it and some people that have the motivation to do it. I know myself, I will not have the motivation to do that. So I'm actually setting myself up to start the year on a negative note mm-hmm. because the week that I don't do that, I'm going to feel crap. But and I'm going to say, God, that's my whole year's mm-hmm. resolution gone god i've already stuffed it and so it's setting yourself up to success and definitely setting yourself up to be accountable but accountable to things that you can actually realistically achieve i think that's one of the key things yeah definitely but be a really really important as well with any i'm not going to call them resolutions at all because I, I don't believe in that but intentions tap in as well i think this is really really important tap in with and this is why I said about I feel into movement forward Mm. tap into whatever change or or intention you want to make that it's your intention that it's not a should intention like I should lose weight or I should do more of this or I should do more of that or it would that's really not going to get you where you want to get to Um, really really isn't there's no authenticity within that um, we can't live our life of shoulds. We've said that so many times. A life of could, for sure, but not a life of should. So tap into, is this what you are ready for right now? Is it something that you want right now? And if it's not, that's cool too. If it is something you really want, but that you feel you're not ready for, let it go. Be patient. Be patient. Trust that the time will come and the time will be right for you when you're ready. Uh, I remember when I quit sugar, you know, I quit sugar, oh, I don't know how many years ago now, five years ago maybe I quit sugar. What a scary thought. And, um, <laughs> and, and I actually had the I Quit Sugar cookbook for a year before that mm. because my intention was to quit sugar. And I really, really wanted to. It was a desire. It was a really strong desire. I really, really had a clear intention but obviously, I, I wasn't ready on some level because I didn't do it. But I had the cookbook for a year. And then just, but obviously my intention was strong. Mm. And then a year later, all of a sudden, um, I just, there was this clear thought, I'm, I'm, no, that's it. I'm, I'm not having sugar. I'm giving up sugar. And that was it. It was a done deal. There was no struggle with it. There was no going back on it. There was those people that know me know I'm pretty strict. Well, I'm strict on it, mm. um, including the fruit content within sugar. But what I'm saying is, if you don't, if you don't push through the resistance, if you just allow it and trust in the perfect timing, it just becomes so much easier. So don't make anything a should. Make it a could in the most perfect time. It takes the pressure off. It allows the intention to grow. It doesn't mean that you're taking your foot off the pedal, but what you are doing is you're increasing the energetic pedal rather than the doing, doing, doing through a supposed mindset that you believe you should be doing. To make it personal to us then, what's something that you're you know, thinking that you're focusing on going into the, the new year that you'd like to work on or intend? Definitely a second book is um, definitely on the horizon and it will be linked to living a hell yes. Um, <clears throat> that's for sure. More fun, actually. Yeah. Um, I've worked really hard this year mm-hmm. and more fun and more joy. Um, now, I, I do, I will have a clear intention and I've had it before when work has been really, really busy and that is to actually look for and create joy in my life. That will be really, that's really important to me. Um, so definitely 
those aspects, seeing friends way more. Mm. Um, they are my kind of lifeline. So I, I, any friend that's listening to this will know how much I love them to mm. bits. Um, yeah, and just, you know, our children. I love our children to bits. So just just more of the, the love, fun stuff. The people stuff, like yeah, seeing the, the people, people and, stuff. Yeah. yeah, definitely. But definitely a second book. And, of course, I'm always, always look at public, more public speaking. Mm. I'm always, always looking for ways to support people more and more and more. So how can I get myself out there more and more and more to help people? That's always, always there anyway. Yeah. What about you? I love that. I love those. I think they're really good intentions. Not that you need my but, approval. but uh, Thank you for that. <laughs> I mean, a, a clear intention I have, and I, but I do do this every day, and it's something I did want to bring up, actually, about feeling good, is appreciation. Let's not forget the word appreciation, and let's not forget doing that. I think it's a great intention to have. Um, there are, regardless of what's going on in our lives, there will always be one, two, three, four things you can appreciate. Um, even if it's one, the fact that you woke up that morning, even if that's too hard for you genuinely right now, appreciate maybe some nature around you, anything at all, but you can find one thing. But definitely my intention always is every single day anyway to appreciate. Yeah, definitely. Mm. I think, yeah, the doing my appreciation, gratitude journal, whatever you want to call it every day, it just does it does change your perspective and it just does change your mindset. It genuinely, you are then looking for things to appreciate more because it's a habit. Again, it's a habit that you formed. So um, in terms of, I think um, taking better care of myself physically, I think is mm. something that I do want to work on um, in the new year. Uh, just for my like confidence you know it's not so much about what I look like or or what I weigh or you know I will not be calorie counting or you know stepping on the scales lows but it's more just about feeling confident and how I feel and so I think taking care of myself physically in that sense I think will is something that I've been thinking about for a while and I think that's the great thing about New Year's if you want to you can use it as a great excuse Mm -hmm. to to reset and refocus. It's a bit like what I just said wasn't it You, you kind of you've been thinking about it for a while so that's an intention that you're building yeah um and it may be the time so in other words you weren't pushing through hoping you could do it and in resistance you have been thinking about it you've been building momentum on it yeah so the perfect time will present itself i have an i quit sugar cookbook would you like that no oh okay <laughs> okay then just thought I'd help it's, it's not the perfect timing just yet right. for okay that. oh isn't it yes <laughs> okay then. I, maybe Let maybe in a few uh, weeks in my future ooh. but i don't i don't see that right okay. now um we're not we're not going that far um but yeah so I think that but also kind Mm. of you know similar to what you what you said I think making time to see friends more definitely and also to see family Mm. you know um you know Ellie's family for example Mm. they're up north and during covid we didn't get to see them a lot and you know they're they're really great so I think getting to see them more and just getting out and about more Mm -hmm. when it's possible Mm -hmm. really taking advantage of those moments Mm -hmm. I think you know the past year 18 months two years you know we haven't always been able to have that privilege and it really is a privilege so I think doing that definitely Mm. and also just you know not compromising on work like it was a massive leap that I took leaving work and kind of um you know what's the word self-funding time off an extended period of time off and then I've gone back into work but at a you know part-time and kind of self-employed role Mm -hmm. and just not um what's the word compromising on that and compromising what I want from work and sometimes it is scary don't get me wrong and sometimes you know I do go into a bit of a 
you know, financial worry mode. And then I snap myself out of it and realize that actually, you know, this is what I want. And I need to focus on the good and focus on all the, you know, positives that it brings me. Um, but I think not compromising on that and holding myself accountable to, to that is, is really important as well. Cause I didn't do all that work of taking the time off and really thinking deeply about what I want from a career and a profession to then you know just go back on that when when things get hard or difficult or whatever so yeah I think that's key for me too yeah no absolutely and and the great thing is isn't it's our experience isn't it that always teaches us you know like it's great we're doing these these episodes and it's great you know that we write books or whatever whatever but it's only ever really your experience that teaches you and the fact that this year by not working and I know as you just said going back into work but on a completely different basis Mm. what that has done for you though is it's really helped you to be really aware really clearly understand how it really has supported your well-being yeah so it is your own experience that has taught you that yes I'm not going to sabotage that now yeah and taking the risk you know I think that's actually something that you know maybe there'll be more of next year taking taking risks loving that um gosh gonna go really wild um <laughs> no but i do love that we only yeah. grow through our stretch zone no, we 100%. don't grow through our comfort zone and, and that's really scary for some people and i really really get it you know we, we another thing to think about when you're intending what is it this would be a really lovely thing maybe to do because remember you're, you're intending okay so have fun with this have fun with the process intend something that would take you out of your comfort zone you know, what would put, not panic, we don't want to go into a panic zone, but what would put you in your stretch zone? You know, what would, and, and do it as a kind of, what if, wow, what if I did that? You know, what, wow, what if I actually did that? Feel really good about that. But we can only grow through stretch. So that's something maybe to think about within your intentions for 2022. For sure. Hmm. Yeah. I think on that note, should we end? Well, the I think you've got there? something to say, haven't you, about our upcoming? Well, yes. Yeah, so that was the final episode of the year. And Merry Christmas, everybody! And Merry Christmas if you um, celebrate it, and if not, I hope you have a wonderful kind of relaxing period. Also, yeah. hope that you have a fantastic New Year as yes, well. Yes, absolutely. Um, we will be now taking a two-week break from the podcast, but we will be returning on the fifth of Jan, twenty twenty-two, and we'll be then posting again every single Wednesday. Yep. Um, and what we've done is we've decided that this year has been season one of the podcast and that we will come back in January with season two and there will be a few changes. So we will still be talking about all the things involved in living a hell yes. And we'll still have episodes like this where we're, you know, talking through our experience and offering some guidance if we have it. But there will also be some other people coming on to the podcast. So we will be interviewing others as to what it means to live a hell yes for them in their lives and their situation and their career and whatever it may be. And how they've manifested that, how they've actually created that. So it will also be around manifestation and how they've actually done that. For sure. So it's everything that we already talk about, but involving other people, mm-hmm. which I'm so excited about because it'd be so great to get different perspectives. Um, and yeah, some of them will be people that are close to us. Some of them will be strangers. And so it'll be really interesting to see how that dynamic on the podcast evolves. Yeah, some people will be in the public eye. But um, it just how 
different people create their lives and but create their living a hell yes so we really hope that that's something that you're excited for we're definitely excited for it and we just wanted to say a massive thank you for joining us for season one of living a hell yes whether you started with us back in the summer whether you've joined along the way um it's just been absolutely fantastic to do this every week and it's given us a great opportunity to spend time together too yeah god mum you're getting emotional yeah making me emotional (laughs) um it's been such fun yeah definitely so thank you so much don't miss us too much over the next two weeks thank you everybody if you do want to find us there are links below to our instagrams that we'll still be posting on i also have a weekly newsletter that will still be going out over the festive period but if not we will see you again on the 5th of jan have a wonderful week living a hell yes bye